0: You're listening to The Slow Ride Podcast.
1: Fights, advice, and rumors. Straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com And on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
0: Hello and welcome to the 230th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast, the pumpkin spice latte podcast. This is Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, where I enjoy a nice uh, cold frappuccino, even in December Mm. here in Boston. That's not true. I go to Dunkin' Donuts because that's what everybody does here.
0: Now, do you think, uh, Spencer, I know it'd be kind of sacrilege, but could I take some of that delicious full Schleck Grimper Brothers blend and just dump some pumpkin spice on top of it Would that <laughs> make a pumpkin spice latte? And then if I just say latte, is that, a, is that how they make pumpkin spice lattes? I don't actually know.
1: I think so. Um, I mean, once you have... Gone to GrimperBrothers.com and bought those beans, you can do whatever you want with them. So if you want to try and make okay. a pumpkin spice latte at home, little guy, you can. Um okay. that is your prerogative. I'm not gonna stop so, you, although I should by law.
0: Yeah. So once I own them, I'm free. I can do anything I want with them. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh, okay, good. Absolutely. Okay. Um, that's that's that takes some worry off me.
1: Yeah. Now, astute listeners to this podcast, longtime listeners to this podcast, might notice. Something a little different this episode, little guy. Yep. It's a it's a pretty big thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your sound quality. Back to normal. Yep. Back to normal.
0: Yeah, um, back to normal. I crawled out of the well. Yeah. Uh, I was down there for a while. Yeah. Some, uh, some of our astute listeners noticed. Uh, I pushed the wrong button last week. I was recording on a microphone that was pointed away from me. Uh, rather than pointed toward me, it was pointed toward... kitchen
1: yep it's basically (laughs) the backup audio we had to use and it was bad
0: and uh it was bad i apologize i'm sorry everybody rather than Um, scrapping
1: the entire show we decided to run with it and uh, i hope you guys could power through that episode uh you know it's tougher than normal one to power through but um mm
0: -hmm. now it's worth it there's some gems in there
1: our extra astute listeners our doubly astute our double jeopardy astute level listeners of a slow ride podcast. Now, these are probably our oldest school listeners. We'll also recognize something else different about this episode. And that is that Tim, the super rookie Hayes is not here this week.
0: Wait, really? Wait, let me look him. Oh, you're right. No, Tim. Yeah, no, Tim. Um, I'm assuming Tim is on his Schwamigan 2018 victory tour where he's kind of doing like uh yep. dates at bookstores and stuff, just doing talks.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh, he is currently uh, on a transatlantic flight uh, heading over to his the European stops of his tour. So um, he is not available to check in uh, this week, uh, but we'll be back next week, which is important to note because we are in December here in the U S um, I, I assume everywhere in the world everywhere yeah, yeah. actually we're I hope
0: so we're in December Well, p- um, maybe not in Arizona. they kind of do things differently down there.
1: yeah, that's true. but in December in general, worldwide we have a, a major event a major event in December to look forward to. Uh, I know everybody is all a buzz about it. It's talk of the town um, everybody is eagerly anticipating uh the result of this event and uh, that is of course, U.S. Cyclocross Nationals.
0: Yep, the whole world, bated breath. Who will be U.S. night na- national champion? They don't care about their own countries. No, but it's true. It's the big one. Well, we it's come the big one for us. We
1: come first, and I know Canada was like two months ago, but like that kind of counts <laughs> as like last year. Yeah. So U.S. Uh, out the gate first, as usual. Number one, go USA. uh We are having our national championships. Uh, next week, middle of December, uh, got to get it out of the way, uh, before other holiday seasons, uh, interrupt everyone's training schedules. So we're gonna, Mm -hmm. we're gonna lead out the gate with the big news, with the big, the big hitting news, uh, and, uh, get our thoughts and, uh, reactions to cyclocross nationals in the U S now I know that I've been paying extremely close attention to the cycle cross scene in the US uh for the past several months and i'm sure you have too
0: uh yeah super super i i know a lot
1: excellent excellent this is going to go well um one big piece of news i do know uh, and this i can confirm as fact because i got it from crosshairs.com which is a Bastion of hope in the sea of fake news uh, about Mm. cyclocross that in the in the lead up to U.S. national championships, we have a shake up on the men's side that was not expected. Gage Hecht, U23 superstar, has confirmed that he will be racing the elite race.
0: Ooh, yeah. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, That's that's something that spices up the race. That a
1: bit. spices things up a little bit because I had kind of my top five like random like don't know what order they're going to finish in top five podium kind of all figured out and now it's out the window.
0: Yeah, that's nice especially with because Driscoll's still out, right?
1: Driscoll is still, as far, last time I checked his leg is still <sighs> broken. Um,
0: can he just wrap some of that golden beautiful hair around it and strengthen it up?
1: <laughs> I'll I'll have to check. Maybe we'll email his doctors and see what they think about that. Yeah.
0: Okay. They should try putting some of his hair on it. I think that's the best solution. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, heck that should spice things up. Well I still just I can't look beyond Hyde, but
1: it's tough to look beyond Hyde, but let's let's rewind a second. Uh now yeah. now um Nationals is is next weekend, so let's take a look at this weekend and see what happened now Hyde was not racing he's at training uh camp there in athens georgia uh, along with ellen noble and some other fine folks um so out in oklahoma at ruts and guts we had a c1 on saturday and a c2 gage hecht won both days over curtis white uh who was on the podium oh, really? both days uh jeremy powers on the podium both days uh Anthony I haven't heard of that young kid. Yeah. Anthony Clark right up there in fourth and fifth, I think both days. Um I'm not gonna go through the exact results. You can find those on, yeah. on the dot com somewhere. Um but all the heavy hitters were up there. Vandenham was there as well, uh Canadian national champion. Um, so that was cool to see. And then uh over in North Carolina, we also had some racing that was super, super muddy because of some snow on saturday and then super super canceled on sunday because of a lot more snow on egregious amounts of snow um they got like two feet of snow or something crazy something just actually crazy yeah it was it made the course unrideable so they they
0: had to cancel which totally yeah canceled they could snow blow it they couldn't shovel it
1: They didn't know early enough to pull a Louisville 2013 and just move all the races uh, from Saturday and Sunday onto Saturday, Mm. I guess. Um, Maybe the schedule would have been too compacted. I'm not sure, but... um,
0: That would have been crazy. That would be such a crazy day if you moved (laughs) off a weekend, like a normal American double weekend. And so then you just bump everything up and you race you race a C1 or C2, I guess it was. And then you, what, hang out for five hours and you race another C2. Yeah. That'd be bonkers. Somebody should do that. Just, just see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Is there a rule against doing two elite races on the same day?
0: (sighs) I wonder the UCI probably has a rule against that, but you know, that might be a thing that's in the fine print we can get away with. Mm -hmm. Maybe, Um, maybe we'll have to
1: uh, send a question an email over to, uh, crosshairs, uh, at uh cycle cross radio and see if they, you can come up with an answer for us.
0: Well, since there's the whole, you probably can't have, you know, you can't have two races. I don't know. You know, the categorizations of C1s, the C2s sort of at the same time sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can somehow sneak them in. You get to do it on the one same day. So you do two C1s in one day, but You obviously make a rule that everybody has to race both races. Oh, yeah. you don't want fresh legs coming in for the second race. No. You want... Like, I want to see Hyde and all the big guns racing at 11 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I want to see them all take a nap Mm -hmm. and have lunch. And then I want to see them back out there at 6 o'clock. Yeah. That sounds great. Just totally exhausted Cross Pros. Sounds hilarious.
1: I mean... I think we should get together like a, a Kickstarter or something to. I'm going to take this idea that you've had uh, and, and just throw out the dumb part of like putting two elite races on one day because that's never going to happen. But if we could kickstart uh, like some prize pot, some like giant reward for the first UCI level promoter that can flip the schedule around and put the UCI races at eight in the morning. <laughs> um, when the whole course isn't destroyed by Cat fives and everything. Oh, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's still icy. I run them in the morning, yeah, when it's cold, when it's dewy, when it's icy, frosty, whatever, and then let, let the Cat fives and the Cat fours and everybody, the, the women 3-4 field, let, let them sleep in for once in their lives and get some brunch and roll up to the venue at noon and then race at 3 p.m. like the pros get to. It doesn't seem fair, mm-hmm. little guy.
0: It's true. Then all the cat fours in uh at Iowa, Jingle Cross could go to um our favorite coffee shop there, Common Ground or something, the slowest coffee shop in the history of mankind. Oh my God. Yeah. Um I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. I probably have, but one time I was there and I saw um uh was it Jones, Chris Jones? What was the dude's name that rode for Rafa way back in the day? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jones.
0: He was he had some food ordered. And man, you could see the worry on his face. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He kept looking around for his food and, and it was like, um, sucker has no idea that food's never coming. Yeah. I had planned uh we were technically racing each other that day. Yeah. I had air quotes around that. Um we started at the same time, but he he was all like, I need to eat, man. And I was like, dude, you know you gotta eat a breakfast before you come for this breakfast. Yeah. Just amateurs.
1: Yeah, that was a, a solid forty five minute wait. Uh, if even if at nobody least. was in line in front of you at that place,
0: I don't. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know how they did For it. Them to, but it's incredible. They use George Foreman grills, baby. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> back to the real bike race. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So we had we had two races this week, and kind of. Yep. Half race. Um, it seems like all the people are fat. Who should be faster? Fast. There's no right. no total wacko surprises right well, now.
1: On the men's side, we had a we had a lot of cards shown. Um, you know, Hyde not racing, obviously, but basically everybody else was out there. On the women's side, uh, no Katie Compton racing, no Ellen Noble racing. As far as I know, no um, Caitlin uh, Keo racing. Um, yeah, she raced last weekend and destroyed everyone at MBX. Um, but we had some other folks like, uh, uh, Katie Klaus racing who was doing very well out in Oklahoma and, um, Sammy Runnels won the C2 today, who could be a dark horse for like a top five out at nationals, I would say. And, yeah. um, yeah, so you know Courtney McFadden out performing well, uh, as well out in Ruts and Guts and, um. And uh, in the week before, uh, wherever that was a resolution, I guess. Um, So a little more mystery, I think, on that side. Um, But still, a lot up in the air in both races, I got to say. And and I I think I want to be the first to say, and I'm probably not the first to say, but anybody, much like last year, anybody who's doubted that Powers would be there should be shivering in their boots because Powers is going to be there.
0: Yeah. Probably will be. Do we know for forecast yet? Is is the the powers beater, AKA weather, gonna be at the race in Louisville? I don't know. That's the real that's always the question. The forecast could change. Obviously you run a cycle cross in Louisville, a river could eat your race course. It's true. Even though I know it's not in the same location, but I still see that river rising enough to get the course. Well, Just take the whole thing out.
1: Sure. You get the whole town of Louisville on edge when that uh, river starts rising so
0: hey it's you know it's flooded before yeah yeah they've got the, they got they've got things for well, it but, it's uh,
1: luckily the course is right next to the zoo so uh, if they need to get well, two of each animal out of there in a hurry uh, they're all in one <laughs> quick place so it should be all right so that's,
0: that's pretty far from the river yeah um yeah powers will probably be there
1: he will I I I admit, like I didn't think at the beginning of this year. You know, he was injured. He he came out pretty well at Rochester, if I remember right, and then just sort of disappeared with injury and stuff. And I was I I, I had faith that he would come good, but then I I started to doubt because he was he stayed injured and stayed sick for a while. And uh, but man, you can never count that guy out at Nationals. Like he knows how to deliver primo form four nationals Mm -hmm. and uh based on nbx and then based on on ruts and guts again this weekend he is showing that you know maybe maybe he's not gonna win but he he has a fighting chance of being on that podium and and animating a race for sure
0: yeah i'd be excited i'd be super excited if he won again you know it sort of felt like a formality for a few years but now now it'd be exciting to have it happening what's funny is like
1: it did feel like a formality for a few years, like, Oh, powers wins everything. But it was only a couple years before that, that the guy could not win nationals to save his life.
0: Yeah. He would just get
1: like Tim Johnson or Ryan Treboned or John paged or something like every year. And he was so close and he finally got it. And I was there in Madison when he finally got it. And, uh, Mm -hmm. You know, he he that was his like Stephen Hyde moment. And those following years were his Stephen Hyde years that we're living through now with Hyde. And I'm like, is it is the torch going to pass from Hyde to someone to a Curtis White or to a Gage Hecht or or what?
0: Yeah, we're back to Jeremy Powers. (laughs)
1: We're back or back full circle to Jeremy Powers. It's possible. It could happen um do you, do you uh, got a top five figured out like do we are we at this point yet
0: we could try it or do you want to you want to talk
1: women's race first uh you know no. I,
0: i'll give you my, i'll give you my men's top five they don't have to be
1: in order we, why don't you just give me five names that you think will be on our wide angle podium
0: uh I'll, I'll tell you what i think's gonna happen. i'll just tell you what's gonna happen okay. Hyde. okay white okay powers okay gauge okay I guess Warner.
1: Warner, oh, the guy who's been winning everything all year, I guess will be fifth. All right.
0: Yeah, I just think he's gonna. I think he's gonna underperform in the moment.
1: <laughs> he was peaking for January. Didn't realize it moved up to December or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he kept getting these emails from from USAC about buying a license and you get it for like two years yeah. thing, and he was like, I don't understand this. Why are they running this weird promotion? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't know they changed nationals. He's he's like he's got it written down as a rest week.
1: Well, yeah, twenty nineteen nationals is uh is in December twenty nineteen. So this is the second twenty eighteen nationals actually. So yeah, I could see the confusion. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know how calendars work. All right, who's your top five?
1: All right, I don't know if I can put these in order, but probably my, my hot take is that Kerry Warner will not even be in this top five.
0: You're just telling, giving me crap. I for, know. Putting <laughs> the old
1: switcheroo, the old, the old, uh, what do you call it? Kansas city shuffle. I, I pointed one yeah, direction and then I shifted the other way. Look at that. That's, that's a pro move. That's what Jeremy powers is going to do to the field.
0: It's true.
1: So I, I can't put these in order, but I'm going to say the top five will definitely include Steven Hyde. Gage hacked jeremy powers curtis white and anthony clark you think so in fact we could even put them in that order
0: all right let's do that why not i would like to see clark up that high i don't know he's you got some sort of um since you have a squid bike do you know some sort of secret squid, squid bike magic? I got
1: the positive vibes. Yeah, they're coming through. The vibes are everywhere. Louisville's a fun party town. They're gonna, they're gonna be feeling it, and uh, they're gonna compel him onto the wide-angle podium.
0: Yeah, if nothing else, that's gonna get him to Sergio's world of beers afterwards for just a couple pints. Oh
1: my god! I hope somebody has warned Sergio's about the influx of bike racers that are coming.
0: Mm-hmm. and that's our number one pro tip that is from the slow ride podcast if you're at nationals go to it's not sergio's i think it's sergio world of beers it's something weird it slightly mm-hmm. doesn't roll off the tongue it looks uh like it might be closed or abandoned from the outside or at least it used to it is not um but it's it's real go in it's the great yeah <laughs> it's the greatest bar ever it's cheap food and the greatest it is yeah beer selection you'll ever see in your life it and is. They, they're playing i think some sort of '80s action movies when we were in there last time is great.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty much your best bet to run into uh, a, f- a quote-unquote famous bike racer uh, after post nationals uh, would be to swing in there and just kind of hang out if you know if you're looking for autographs and stuff.
0: So yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, I wish I was going just to go there. On the uh, on, let's do the, women's on race. the women's
1: side, the big the big question, obviously, Katie Compton, can she do it? again or is this of course finally the year that somebody cracks this streak that has been going on for over a decade
0: nah she's going to do it
1: you think Come so on.
0: why not give she, me give me some pre- give she me some do.
1: evidence what do you got back up this claim
0: uh her name's Katie fucking Compton
1: well that's that's it that's pretty good i don't need
0: any more evidence than that
1: that's pretty good
0: she She could lose every race all year. It doesn't matter. She's Katie Compton. It's nationals.
1: All right. She has been losing quite a few races though. And she it is has due to losing. the allergies and uh illnesses and in asthmas and different things. Could this affect her in Louisville?
0: Yes. It could, but she's gonna think about it. She's gonna go, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> she's gonna think about it. I right, well she's
0: gonna go, Wait wait a minute, I'm Katie Compton.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good point.
0: All right, I don't, it's it's December. There shouldn't be allergies anymore. Uh, she'll get a new inhaler. I'm I'm assuming all her tires are glued on properly now.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I think they have uh, addressed that issue for sure.
0: I mean, that's barely an issue. I mean, Unless she rolls one has one mechanical in what like yeah. twenty years. Yeah, and there, it was like. National news stories and all the cycling websites, yeah. as if her bikes had all imploded. Well, in a puff of smoke.
1: I mean, they internally they treated it the same way, and Mark like pulled every single tire off every single rim and
0: redid them all. That's crazy. Did he really do that, or did he just say that? I'm just pretty sure he did it because crazy. he's insane.
1: Yeah, we can uh, we can get him on the pod to to confirm
0: <laughs> to confirm whether he's crazy or just insane. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think he'd be happy to confirm that one way or the other crazy or insane. All right.
0: Um, I, so yeah, but you, you don't think she's going to win.
1: Well, there's a certain Ellen noble who won a streak of like seven or eight races yeah. in a row, including all the big ones, except for Pan <laughs> yeah, yeah, which she lost in the last like hundred meters or something. um, She's a, she was on a hot streak, and she's been, like, training and not racing and, like, ready to peak for nationals. You don't think she's going to give Katie a run for her money. She was oh, I so do. close last and year th- in Reno.
0: I think if if, if if it was anyone other than Katie Compton, I would say for sure no one's going to win, you know. If it was just going off results, just going off about an actual form, I just think there's some sort of magic Katie Compton, oh, yeah, yeah. nationals magic. I get that, it. I get um, it. It just seems foolish to okay. to 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 go against. It, All right.
1: Uh, and then there's also a few. Uh, I don't know if you can even call them like. Katie Keo uh, won a World Cup this year. Like, so that's pretty huge. Obviously, um, smashed NBX uh, last weekend, winning both elite races. One of them being a C1. Um, but in between that, not a whole lot from Katie Keogh. It's been quiet. Yeah. Which, much like Powers, isn't necessarily a bad thing. Could just mean she's on an upswing. Um, But can't count her out. Can't count her out at all. Uh, And then you've got a few dark horses there, I would say. Um, Courtney McFadden. Been riding really well. Uh, You know, you've always got Crystal Anthony. You've got Sammy Runnels. uh, You've got a handful of others. Becca Franger you know, who could be up in that top five mix and can affect the outcome of the race. But you think nothing is going to stop Katie Compton from win what, 15, I think?
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't even remember how many. No, it's impossible. I'm okay. just going to say it. it There's is, no way. It's it is
1: impossible to stop impossible. Katie Compton. Well, she is sponsored by Wide Angle Podium, so I do think that's a good choice. Uh, we will it's be a cheering her on. Uh, we are hoping to have another national championship jersey to hang in the uh, office headquarters here. Katie, if you're listening, send us anything. Anything to hang on the wall would be great. Our walls are bare. Obviously, Ellen Noble, I think, and Katie Keo, right there in that podium picture, if not fighting for the win. What do we got beyond that? Anything? Like, is there anybody that's going to push those three?
0: I don't think so. Okay, I think they're kind of head and shoulders. Um, now this. Uh, what do I know?
1: Well, probably nothing. You haven't even probably seen the course. Probably nothing.
0: No, I don't even I don't even know where it is. By the zoo.
1: It's by the zoo. The parking's kind of a pain, I guess. I don't know.
0: Oh no! Is it? Is it? It's national parking disaster all over again.
1: Well, the zoo people are uh, uppity, I guess, but. I guess USA Cycling took care of all this and rented the entire lot from them for a flat fee, so it should be all in, all encompassed in your entry fee or whatever to get in. So,
0: Oh, man. All right. I'm sure we're going to hear some complaining.
1: Well, we'll see. Hopefully, the parking lot is easier to find than the infamous Biltmore uh, estate where allegedly <laughs> riders are still trying to find their cars and waiting for the <laughs> shuttle uh, to get home.
0: Oh, it's so sad.
1: It is. It is a tragedy. Um <clears throat> let's see. Any other cycle cross news? Um
0: mm, the Europeans race bikes, but you know, Vanderpool's still taking a nap.
1: Vanderpool's napping. I think Wow Van Art also napping in, in Spain somewhere. Siesta, mm-hmm. I guess is would Siesta. be the technical term. Um,
0: yeah, tune won one one, sweek one one, so you got his once a year win.
1: All right. Lauren Sweek. He was Yeah. He was another one who was looking good at the US World Cups and then just sort of disappeared.
0: Yeah, he came out hot. Toon came out. Toon's still riding well. Yeah. He'll challenge the big boys, I think. Come uh maybe even come worlds, I think. That'd be that'd be kinda interesting. Really? But um Okay. But we'll see.
1: All right, I remember um, just seeing a uh snapshot of the of the top 10 um from I think Saturday's race whatever that was Brico Cross and uh there was just one little Dutch flag in there for the younger Vanderpol
0: and all the rest older. To yeah, to be he's older to be Van confirmed.
1: Paul. Uh <laughs> I think I think Matthew gets to decide whether he's older or younger.
0: Yeah, I I think it's I think it's fun when when Matthew Vanderpool takes a couple of weeks off to go training yeah. and his brother doesn't get that luxury, but he just stays and he got, yeah, he got a podium and then he got 10th, I think. So yeah. he's still there uh, but, troubling and bothering everybody. Sort of like, he's
1: just like a nagging reminder that there are Vanderpools around. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that you never, you can never escape one that even when you think oh, I got this sewn up because Matthew Vanderpool's gone, you turn around and there's, David Vanderpoel exactly. bridging across to your group and you're like, oh, for the love of God, yeah. come on, just give me one weekend without one of these guys but, at least pestering me.
1: Yeah, and he was the only Dutch flag there on that on that results sheet um, amongst all the Belgians in the top 10. So, yeah. you know, we're back to status quo, I guess, without Vanderpoel screwing up the natural order of things. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. You know, so. The way we've seen it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know we've we've got Belgian nationals to look forward to the worlds before worlds as I like to call it mm-hmm. and um, you know so lot, yeah, lots lots of questions to be answered there
0: yeah that'll be a good race Um Dutch nationals of course is just v- Matthew Vanderpool um, going on a short twenty minute training ride with Vandahar <laughs> and then going on a forty minute yeah. solo training ride after that yeah so. Yeah. It's a little bit different than the Belgian one.
1: Yeah, it's uh well, you can look at it from another angle and say Vanderhara goes motor pacing for 20 minutes and then has to ride mm-hmm. in a headwind for 40 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's good for him. It's good training. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he should be primed for worlds after that. So, yeah.
0: yeah, um, poor, poor guy.
1: The only other cyclocross news I have, uh, which I don't even have the full story on, uh, but is exciting nonetheless, is that Helen Wyman is sponsoring like out of pocket i guess a junior women's race um so that they can race separately uh at one of the okay. upcoming um european races which is amazing uh so that's really yeah, that's cool it's really like the helen roem foundation or whatever is is uh is making this happen because it's something that uh, that needs to happen and she's putting her money where her mouth is so it's great S- to
0: see where, so who do the, they usually have to race with the I guess I don't know who they have the rest of. Um I think they're in with the U23. That's really awesome. No, okay, that's really awesome. Yeah, so Helen's yeah. Helen's great. She's great.
1: Ellen is great. She does a lot of great things for the sport, and it's awesome to see her doing stuff like this and still crushing it on the bike uh, every week.
0: Yeah, well, I guess that's all cyclocross news. I've got to transition to a horrible person who's ruining cycling. Before we get to the before we get to the lap, uh, I just want to mention. Okay. I want to see your reaction to this, Spencer. Mm. Uh, this week, cycling news had a nice banner headline of Lance Armstrong saying that he would have been ruined if it wasn't for his Uber investment. Mm-hmm. And then a whole article with that. Uh, I'll lay my cards on the table. Waste of humanity, explaining that he. Oh, he got he got really hurt by this $5 million settlement or whatever yeah. it was, and he'd be totally broke if it wasn't for the fact that before he had to pay out all this money on the settlement, he'd used 100000 of his ill-gotten dollars to invest in a company that I already didn't really want to patronize very much, but now I really <laughs> don't want to patronize. Uber and he's doing all right now. He's got a lot of money now. It's like, yeah. oh great, good for you. You so, cheated people and made money and then you invested in it in a company that's like there's a lot of reasons to dislike them. And uh they're not the worst thing ever, but man. Yeah. So Did you find this just so annoying?
1: <laughs> I did. I really did. I'm I'm with you on this one. I'm gonna fill in some of the details that maybe you just sort of ranted over. Um <laughs> so for those who don't know lance uh invested apparently a hundred thousand dollars in uh no in, as you do as a, in into a venture capital firm that invested in uber uh mm-hmm. and that netted him a pretty significant return because uber was valued at like four million bucks at the time and now it's valued at like basically a billion dollars or whatever um yeah. There are no exact numbers, but the estimates are a return on his 100K of 100 to 500 times the initial investment, which, mm-hmm. if you're quick on doing the math on your napkin, pretty much a minimum return of $10 million.
0: Yeah. so It's pretty nuts. And that explains how Lance still lives like a rich person.
1: Yeah, it does. And it it sucks in a lot of ways. I mean, smart investing could move, you know, savvy, I guess, but yeah. The question is, is you know, the frustrating thing about it is why did he have that money? Should he have had that money at all? And yeah. you know, that's why the clean riders in the world that like, even if they make it to World Two Eleven or struggling along, like whatever, like your pride only gets you so far, it doesn't get you a hundred K extra to just invest in yeah. random things that like if they go bust, <sighs> it's like, oh well, that was a bad experiment. Um,
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that was, I don't know, same thing. That's the thing that got me, which is this, like, him being like, oh, no, man, I lost a lot of money, and I would have been bad off if it wasn't for this. You're like, tell me how many other, like, American pros that raced clean and, like, had good careers by any measure Mm -hmm. but didn't hit the pinnacle of success have an extra 100K just floating around that they can just... Invest in startups, which isn't his explanation of why he invested in this startup, was basically like, I saw a total type type a douche dude, <laughs> uh, and I was like, Hey, I'm that dude, <laughs> and I gave him some money. It was just like this casual rich man thing that just oh my gosh, he's just like, ugh. yeah, yeah, I don't know what to say. Just
1: it's it's a bummer, it's frustrating. I mean you i just want the guy to kind of you know disappear and like like i don't want him to like die a horrible death or whatever like it's fine like just go about your business and do your thing but like we can't escape like we're never gonna escape the cycling media is always gonna have something to say and it and it always sucks it's always something that sucks is what is really the gist of it it's like it's never like oh lance saved a puppy from a burning building you know it's like no no lance did something a little shady and like got a huge reward from it or lance screwed somebody yeah. over or here's another thing that lance did that sucks and man yeah it's like i get that people are like he got busted like whatever get over it and it's like not even that it's like i i want to get over it like i just want him out of the <laughs> news you know like can we yeah. just move on please
0: Lance Armstrong feels like if you kicked, like literally physically kicked him when he was down on the ground, he'd find 20 bucks while it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what?
1: How does what?
0: He'd <laughs> be like, oh, dude, thanks for, thanks for pushing me into that bush. There was a bunch of money in there. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks, dude. All right. All right. Enough with that. Let's go to the preem lap and right. see if we can find $100,000. Best of luck. Oh, hey there, all you hosers. This is Manitoba Mike Vandenham from Canada, and uh, you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast, eh? All right. Who are we racing for this week, Spencer?
1: All right. So, on the docket this week, uh, we've got a full slate, uh, but first up is Power Dot. Uh, you know them, you love them. Uh, I've talked about them before on here, um, and I'm really into it. Oh yes, um, yeah. Um, PowerDot is a, 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 a the world's smartest muscle recovery and performance tool. Uh, what it is is a personal uh, e-stim device, and it connects to your your mobile phone, your your smartphone via an app uh, and Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can take it with you anywhere. You can run these things wherever you can. You can turn this system on and then go do the dishes. You can, you know, uh, uh, you know, be. Re- doing whatever living your normal life and like doubling up your time. You know, you can, uh, this is a twofer, this is a twofer tool. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, it helps prevent injury by activating, uh, muscles before you work out, uh, or before you're training or before you're, uh, racing, um, or it helps you recover afterwards. Um, like a massage only better because you don't have to drive across town and try and find a masseuse and pay for it every single time you go. And, um, it does a great job of reducing that soreness, um, knot strains, pulls, whatever stresses are brought on, um, from yeah. your racing. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Um, the app is super easy to use and it helps walk you through like where to place these things. You know, like I'm not a physiotherapist. I don't know where, like, I know I, <laughs> I know I have muscles, but I don't know where they go. You <laughs> know how they're all interconnected yeah. And the, the, app will show you where to place, uh, these things I stick on, um it's like the pod that talks to the app and then two little uh, uh little satellite deals that that do the do the massaging and you get to set the levels uh yeah. it, it walks you know it sets up you know you're like okay it band um you know i'm this is a performance-based thing or i really want to focus on this like you can tell the app what you're doing and it'll set a time schedule and it sets the you know program that it's going to w- run through and it's just really user-friendly easy to use and uh fans of the pod can save some money.
0: Yeah. They're super cool. And yeah, super easy to, to, to get the rundown on how to start it up and use it and like figure out the best, the best thing for you. And, and yeah, I I think the point that it's so nice and travel ready is the be- the coolest thing. Cause you could easily, right. you, 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 you tweak a muscle. You could easily just bring this little thing with you at work and be sitting there, right. uh, typing out your TPS reports and you're also getting a hamstring massage. Yeah.
1: It's awesome. No, that's just it is like, you nailed it. You, you've seen some other athletes, uh, and we know a lot of professional athletes do use power dot. Um, I think the, the most high profile they've got is that uh, Losoncratic using it throughout the Tour de France after he broke his uh, scapula and then completing the Tour de France after breaking that bone on the first day, which is incredible um, due to the, the world's smartest recovery and performance tool in PowerDot. So, um, but you see people carrying around these like giant inflatable boots, like pants, basically that you, (laughs) like you have to that's a whole bag you have to check on the airplane, like if you're going to nationals like whatever, like and it's eight or nine times as much money, it's crazy, so just don't even look at that stuff, just go to PowerDot.com our listeners are going to get 20% off their order Uh, go to PowerDot.com, use the promo code SLOWRIDE at checkout, get that 20% off and uh you're gonna you're gonna get massage only better. Uh it's great. So powerdot.com, promo code slow ride. Get that same uh get that same stuff all the pros are getting for pennies on the dollar. Um a lot cheaper than going to the doctor's office after you injured yourself because you weren't recovering properly.
0: <laughs> Definitely. I mean Yeah, hey. True facts. That's no, that's a hundred percent true facts. <laughs> If you're going to the doctor after every uh every, every cross weekend because uh, you hurt yourself again yeah
1: no it's, it's that's
0: gonna get pricey quick it's no fun um so also yeah yeah no go go ahead
1: i was gonna yeah. say our our second uh sponsor of the episode this week is a brand new one to the slow ride and we're super excited to welcome mapleworks coaching uh to the show um they've got a full, uh, uh, setup at, uh, mapleworkscoaching.com slash pod. Uh, that's where you can get a special offer. And we'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute, but, um, their coaching service, uh, is cycling specific and it's for, for racing. Um, they don't reduce you to just numbers and things like that. Like it's not fitness training, it's actual bike race coaching, Um, they can work with you to develop a plan specific for you, work out your race, uh, tactics, the technical stuff, like the bike stuff, um, the physiological stuff, not just the, how many Watts should I do for what interval, you know what I mean? Like they're getting down to another level, which is really awesome. Uh, and I appreciate, and I'm going to tell you, I had one question for them, uh, when they sent me this, I said. I'm a guy who likes to think I can race a bike. Okay. Um, but I'm not, I'm not performing how I want because I know that I do not have the time to ride that I did when I was 10 years younger. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I worked, uh, more part time. Um, and I had a lot more freedom on the weekends and a lot less responsibilities. And my rent was a lot cheaper because I lived at a flop house with a bunch of bums. um, <laughs> but I said, a guy like me, who wants to perform, who has like five hours a week, six hours a week to dedicate to actually training, to riding the Zwift, to riding outside, whatever it is, can can MapleWorks coaching actually help a guy like me? Can can you get me where I need to be? And they had the answer that I wanted to hear. It was inspiring because obviously yes they can um and not only that but like they had evidence of this it wasn't just like oh yeah
0: <laughs> totally we could they yeah. were just selling you bill goods
1: <laughs> exactly like wh- whatever yeah of course we can totally um no i mean they provided me evidence in that like uh, one of their coaches uh julie hunter uh usa cycling coach per- certified personal trainer all that stuff races uh mm-hmm. uci elite um, cross, And, um, she's only got that many hours a week to train and she's finishing, you know, getting UCI points and getting a front row start of her championship races next weekend. And it can be done. Like they can help you make this jump. Like, even if you don't think like this is, this is my problem with coaching generally is like, I want to be better before I hire a coach. Right. Like, I have yeah. this like internal thing where I'm like, oh, I need to have earned it. But like yeah. you hire a coach. So you get better. <laughs> you, know so you, can like, get better you don't yeah. get better first and then hire a coach like that. That is how the process works. So I would encourage folks to check out uh, uh, mapleworks mapleworkscoaching.com um, slash pod uh, to check out their special offer. They're offering to slow ride listeners, which is a 30 minute strategy call with the coach to discuss your goals, your objectives, and any other areas you want to talk about. Nothing is off limits. And see what they can do for you. It's super like painless. Um you have 30 minutes to get to talk with your professionals, see, see what they've got to offer you. See, you know, give them your spiel, you know, why you've only got six hours a week and two kids and, you know, you work uh eight eight a m to eight p.m and all these reasons why you can't do good and see what they're about to say. I think I think you owe it to yourself. I think you have earned it. Like even if you don't feel like you have, I think you've earned it and you should uh, give them a shout. Mapleworkscoaching.com slash pod.
0: Sounds good. I bet they probably would have told me my Schwamigan strategy of getting a bunch of flats was the bad strategy.
1: Bad plan. Yeah. I think uh, pretty much anybody could have, <laughs> could have done that. You didn't need to pay a coach for that one, but that was probably uh, a really? freebie oh. from them. Yeah.
0: Oh, That's nice. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, And last up, of course, we've got Grimper Brothers uh, with the full Schleck blend of coffee that supports the Wide Angle Podium Network. GrimperBrothers.com to find those beans. Uh, Every purchase supports the network, uh, supports our show, supports other great shows on the network. It's a very easy win. The holidays are coming up. Um, Get over there for that. I'm going to send over the artwork to Grimper Brothers this week to get our new espresso beans going as well, which will be Cyclecross Friends um, Espresso, which is going to be very good, very tasty. And uh, that'll be up online as well very shortly. Um, So that's another one to check out at Grimper Brothers. Uh, You can also head over to wideanglepodium.com and click on the banner for Grimper Brothers on the page, and that will take you right to the full schlack.
0: Do that. And don't forget to uh, check out all the other wide-angle podium shows, especially if you're listening to this. After this episode, you should go over and listen to Crosshairs because he's going to tell you actual information with facts mm-hmm. about the upcoming nationals Yeah, uh, he- for cyclocross. So, listen to us <laughs> and then go see what he says and then send us an email and tell us how wrong we are.
1: Yeah. Like he's dropping national news. Like he's he got the scoop on the Gage Heck uh, in the lead field thing, the exclusive before any other news source. Like this is this is good stuff. White Eagle Podiums bringing you. So don't uh, don't sleep. Anyway, we're gonna get uh, back on over to the show and uh, close things out.
0: I'm Kerry Werner. And
1: you're listening to the Slow Rock Podcast. All right, little guy. Uh, we're in the back half of the show here. We've mm-hmm. got Circle Cross covered. Pretty much open and shut case over there. Um, people know what's up with Nationals now. They know what's been happening. They know what to expect. We need to... Oh, yeah, totally move on to uh to the bigger news um road centric things um mm-hmm. but first i've got some some sad news for you little guy um
0: okay i didn't know this
1: pete pete shelley he is a singer oh, okay for the buzzcocks oh okay he passed away sadly uh earlier
0: this week oh. All
1: right. at age 63 okay and uh you might be wondering why I'm telling you this on a cycling podcast.
0: A little bit. I'm not, not known to be the biggest Buzzcocks fan or anything, but... Uh...
1: I think maybe you're a bigger fan than you think you are.
0: Okay. Uh, okay.
1: Can you hum me the tune, um, which you love so much, that is the used as the intro to the Mitch Docker podcast, Life in the Peloton, as well as all the... Uh, cycling no way. specials
0: he wrote that that's in, what <laughs> the doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. do 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 or something like that i don't know yeah um yeah wait really yes he did <laughs> that's weird that's um so he went into some commercial work after the buscocks i guess i'm not sure
1: i don't know how it all worked okay. uh but that is the word uh, on the street little guy and
0: uh <laughs> that's Bonkers. Yeah. All right. So,
1: that's So that that man has been, you know, musically, audibly touching your life for years. And uh, it's been I one of your that. favorite things in cycling, I know. So I just yeah. really, I saw that, and I wanted to pass that along to you. Oh. That little well, nugget.
0: thanks for telling me. I didn't uh, know he'd pass. That's too bad. Thoughts for his family and all that. I was really worried you were going to ask me to hum a Buzzcock song, and I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I do not remember. <laughs> it's been... Uh, at least a decade i don't know yeah um, i don't
1: think i could either so i wouldn't make you do that
0: all right <laughs> he's, he's a little, little nervous put on the spot there yep. wow uh wow what else did he write that's amazing cool all right well i have to I'll have to peek into his uh his back catalog of yeah. intros i'll
1: see if i can find some audio from that maybe i'll try and toss it in uh after the uh outro to the um to the show
0: cool oh that's so so good yeah. Go listen to Mitch Docker's podcast after you listen to Crosshairs Radio after you listen to us. All right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the order of operations for your day, dear listeners. You've done this. Now follow, follow my, my direction yeah. for the rest of the day. Yeah.
1: It's a lot of homework. And then
0: just, um, yeah, it's a lot of homework, and then just uh, if you feel lost after that, maybe hit us up on the Facebook, the Slow Ride Facebook page, and uh, maybe I'll chime in with some more podcasts for you.
1: Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> so I guess I don't know. I guess that's about it, little guy. Um, no road cycling happening right now. No trade rumors going on. Um, no, it's not quiet much. Time. You know, we had, I guess we had the Sky jersey released. Uh, have you seen that?
0: Yeah, I saw that it happened and I didn't I didn't enlarge the picture, so <laughs> I think it was the same jersey. I don't know. It's, Does it change? It
1: changed a little. Um
0: okay. It's black
1: and uh up at the shoulders it's like a very dark navy blue that fades into that black.
0: It's Oh.
1: It's a got a gradient to it, it's not great. Um
0: Yeah. All right. All right. I guess we're almost to the point where we're going to get a bunch of new jerseys and that's going to be exciting, but the sky one is the always the least exciting New Jersey launch for me because you have to really get the lighting right to notice that they slightly changed a shade of black.
1: Right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's tough to get past, uh, Chris Froome's nipples as well. So yeah,
0: I can't get past them.
1: Yeah, I know. I can't hardly blame you. Um, so I guess the, you know, with nothing new out there, I thought maybe we'd talk about something old. Okay. Uh, I stumbled across the story and I, I read the article on bicycling magazine and I, I, I jumped in somewhere, I think in the middle of this, I think there's maybe two or three articles kind of from different viewpoints about this story. So I, I don't even know that I've got the full take on it, but I'm going to just sort of give you the gist and I want to get your, your take on this. Um, you know, slow ride podcast is, has really established ourselves as the arbiters uh, of all things cycling, you know, the judge, jury, and executioner, if you will, um, for laws that are, um, you know, maybe not written in the rule book. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, I came across this article on, on Bicycling Magazine um, about the U.S. National Championships road race for the U23 category men's okay in 2001 now okay yeah
0: i hope you know who was there cuz i don't
1: i don't i only know two people who were there and they were both written about in this article <laughs> i have no oh, idea okay. who else was there but um yeah this is a weird one because i don't I, this article that i read was written this year uh this month um so why are we why are we talking about a race that happened you know over fifteen years ago um, and i'm gonna explain that to you it was a it was a big u twenty three races nationals everybody wants to go everybody's peaking, you know whatever um and as the story goes, two riders get off the front uh one very strong rider one of the one of the uh, uh four, four front runners four runners for the win. Um, mm-hmm. was Ian Dilley.
0: Sounds kind of familiar.
1: And uh, and he was in a breakaway with uh, Mike Friedman. Uh,
0: who, okay, that's familiar. Who
1: had had a good career and then taken some time off the bike, like hadn't really raced that year at all, and then showed up unaffiliated with no team uh, to nationals just sort of on a whim and finds himself off the front in a two-man break.
0: Same thing happens to me all the time, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I this is why I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, yeah. So, they're off the front together, and uh, I guess Dealey is trying, just attacking and attacking, trying to drop Mike Friedman, uh, who went on to have a great, uh, you know, professional career, as we know, road Perry bay and all these things. Um, Might have got, like, a pretty good result at that, actually, If now that I think about it. Anyway, Um hmm. And uh, can't shake him, keeps dropping him, and Friedman keeps clawing his way back. And eventually, Friedman gets back to him and is like, dude, let's work together. You can win. I don't even want to win this race. I'm not. I wasn't here to win. I just ended up off the front, basically. Because um, okay. he's like, he wasn't expecting, obviously, to be there. So yeah. Ian Dilly is like, this guy just gave me my national championship. This is great. I'm gonna bury myself. We're gonna to work together, get to the line. It's gonna be amazing. Um, and he does so. And uh the, I think this article was maybe written by Ian Daly, if I remember right. I didn't pay much attention. <laughs> okay. Um so he's like basically burying himself uh on all his poles and and Friedman's pulling through and doing his work, but it maybe not quite as hard. Um, but they're still staying away from the pack, you know, pulling out time and uh eventually they come to the final few hundred meters of the race. Mm -hmm. And I guess this is where the dispute comes in as Ian looks under his shoulder and yells back and says, you remember our deal, right? And this is where the dispute comes in, whether there was a response or a head shake or a nod of acknowledgement or anything. Like, nobody's quite sure. Everybody's story's a little different on what the response was to the question. But what happened, how it played out is they sprinted it out to the line. Mike Friedman, not a shabby sprinter, comes around and pips him at the line for the win and takes the Stars and Stripes jersey. Now, apparently, I mean, obviously, you'd be pretty pissed off if you were expecting someone to not do that, and they did. And uh, and he was. Ian yeah. apparently this has been eating both these guys up for 15 years inside like they've both felt this enormous guilt this enormous weight on their shoulders okay. um you know one of of you know did i cheat this guy one of like anger like resentment like i've been cheated i should be national champion this guy went on to a pro career um mm-hmm. you know i'm doing my thing over here blah 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 and that's all you know I mean, it's not fun for anyone. Like I th- I think they actually had, you know, some some serious issues around t- this crazy event that happened, but I'm not here to debate all of that. What I want to know is did Mike Friedman cheat or not
0: by sprinting?
1: Is 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 making a deal and breaking that deal cheating <laughs> or is it uh, is it a savvy veteran move is is yeah. making a deal hard and fast or not is it fluid is making a deal a tactic is is that uh you know mm. mental mental warfare is you know or is making a deal make both of them cheaters because they're fixing yeah. the
0: race I don't know if I'd say I wouldn't say Friedman in- if so, if if it went down totally that way, yeah, I wouldn't say Friedman cheated. I would say he changed his mind. <laughs> but I would say it's pretty, pretty. I'd say that's kind of low. I feel like there's nothing wrong with two guys saying, "Hey, let's work together till the last K," right? Or picking a point at which to work to, right? Like if there's a big hill at 5k to go and, and you know, you and me are off the front and I say, Hey, you're like, let's work till the finish. And I'm like, to the last k, and I'm like, we're going to work till that climb. Yeah. You know, then you know that I'm like, I'm going to try to get rid of you at that climb. And that's fair. Right. But we need to get to that climb before we have any chance. Sure. But if you're saying, I'm going to give you the win and then you take it back. I don't know. I kind of feel like you just, you just played that guy. (laughs) Like really well. I just feel like I don't know why you do it because, um, at least if you're racing the same people, you know, like if nationally you're racing all the time, I feel like you do that sort of thing. No one's ever gonna, ever gonna give you anything ever again, right? Right. But maybe he wasn't worried about that, or maybe he wasn't thinking about that. I kind of imagine he just probably thought like, you can have the win, and then he was like, wait a minute, <laughs> right? It's stupid. I don't know. No, you don't cheat though. I don't. I don't see that's cheating. Okay, I just see that as like an unethical thing to do to somebody, I guess. All
1: right, I'll but it's
0: weird, right? Because it's like you're you're agreeing to do something that's kind of slightly yeah. unethical. So then you're taking it away. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's fair. It's like uh, it's like double crossing your uh, right, your right, your uh, your fellow criminals. Yeah, I don't know. You've Who been
1: double crossed. Right? It's a classic double cross, and uh, no fun for anyone of course but is it who do you who are you mad at when you get double crossed are you mad at the double crosser or are you mad at yourself for allowing yourself to be double crossed because we always like to say the most beautiful thing about bike racing is the strategy is that it's a a game of chess on wheels and Mm -hmm. is that is that a fair move is that part of the strategy is it part of the game or or did he change the rules did he you know go outside of that what is considered normal to say just tow me along i'm happy with second place you know it's it's an interesting question it's a
0: weird one and it's weird because i think i i would feel weird about telling somebody i'd let them win and then double crossing them whereas i wouldn't feel weird about saying to somebody like, hey, let's let's basically call a truce to a certain point right. in this race so we can well, we can have any chance, yeah, you know what I mean? I
1: think that's the and difference th- is, right? Like normally in a bike race when you make a deal, it's like, hey, we need to work together to stay away, not, mm-hmm. hey, we need to work together, you can win. You know what I mean?
0: I think that's... Yeah, that's where it feels like it's kind of cheaty. And it, somehow it doesn't feel, you know, that doesn't feel as bad to me in stage races just because there is more... Mm-hmm at stake and it feels like part of the overall strategy is that like hey if you work you can take the stage I take the jersey sort of thing whereas in a one day race it feels like you're only racing for one thing and if you're if you're dealing on that one thing then it feels shady Yeah, I don't know and maybe that's maybe that's it should always feel weird I don't know I don't think so though I think that's part of like you're saying that's part of what's cool about cycling is that you have to make weird um alliances with 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 folks you know you have to work with the enemy
1: yeah i don't i don't know who's right and wrong in this i don't know if anybody's right or wrong i certainly (sighs) don't think anybody should have been you know guilt-ridden for 15 years over it um, which is a huge bummer
0: i think i I mean it sounds like dude just got played like friedman like said yeah and and was probably like can't believe he bought that yeah I'm not gonna mention. Like, what would you say if 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 you said that to somebody, kind of like tongue in cheek? Nah, man, uh, just take some pulls and you can win. And they were like, "Cool," and you'd be like, "You wouldn't go." I was, I was kind of fucking with you, dude. I actually like. Come on, obviously, I want to win this. I just want you to stop attacking me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like you would be like, "All right, I'll just tuck in here, take a little break, have a have a sip of power goo." Yeah, and um, I don't know. That's weird, but they're both guilt guilt and writ guilt ridden, you say. I'll have to that's, look, read these articles. That's what more. I get. I gotta um, read some
1: more. There are more than one article about this, a ton of comments on the social medias and on the articles themselves. Um hmm. it is it's hey. an interesting one to I I wanna get deeper in it. I wanna see, you know, there's probably some sides that I'm missing uh still. So yeah. I'd like to uh go deeper. But it was an interesting thing, and I just kinda wanted to bring it up and get your Get your thought and maybe give uh give the listeners a nugget to to chew on until next yeah. next week when we get Tim back and he can solve uh the issue for us.
0: All right. I mean it's the good thing about cycling. There's always there's just layers. Lots of weird layers. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I've ever um I've never been in a position to make a deal with anybody in a bike race. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. Yeah. Oh. No. I don't think so. <laughs> no. It's never come up. What would somebody offer in a local race anyway? You know, I'm gonna totally win a six pack, I'll give you two. Yeah. Okay. I'll pull.
1: Yeah. You can take the five dollar premium, but but I get the win. And it's like no.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you pull, I'll give you that premium to the bike shop that you live near that I don't live near.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not not exactly high stakes. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. But anyway, we'll figure it out. All right, eventually. cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna chew on that for the next week. Maybe we can come back to it and yeah. think about it more.
1: Sounds good. Uh and with that, we'd like to thank you guys for listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Um, this week. Uh, we're sorry again that Tim isn't here. We are happy to report that little guy's microphone is working properly. Uh, so you know you take what you can get, I guess.
0: Um, long and the short
1: we'd like to remind you uh, that you can always email us at the slow ride podcast, gmail.com you can find us on twitter instagram and all that jazz at the slow ride pod um, we'd like to thank BK1 from Rhyme Sayers Entertainment uh, for our intro and outro music uh, that he so graciously lets us use uh, and uh, yeah I think that wraps up all the, all the things that we need to call out. Um, don't forget to check out PowerDots.com slash SlowRide. Get yourself 20% off. Uh, it's a great product. Works well. Easy, cheap, small. Excellent. Uh, MapleWorksCoaching.com slash pod. Get yourself a free consultation. Figure out what they can do for you. They can help me, and I'm a mess, so they can probably help you. Um <laughs> And GrimperBrothers.com for uh, all your coffee needs. Uh, Full Schleck Coffee Blend and uh, CycleCross Friends Espresso Beans.
0: Sounds like all of it. I've been Matt in Minneapolis, and I am easy, cheap, and small myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And this has been Spencer in Boston playing the dual role tonight of myself and the super rookie Tim Hayes, who could not be here. And uh, we're going to remind you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road.
0: The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.